welcome back to another episode of the Main Dish Podcast. This is Miley. Mandy. And uh, we are happy to have all of our listeners back with us if you've listened before. And if you're new, welcome to our podcast. This week's episode is um, a very special one. But before we get started, let's talk a little bit about new and good. Mandy, what's uh, new and good in your world? New and good for me. I have like, it's kind of one thing that's two things. Um, I recently talked you into watching Bridgerton. (gasps) Yes, you have. (laughs) was so exciting for me because as uh, anyone who heard last week's podcast is aware that you didn't listen to me and you watched that other show first, (laughs) much to your regret because you immediately, when you finally watched Bridgerton, you were like straight up addicted and you were watching like three hours a day. Please accept my sincere apologies, (laughs) your grace. Yes, I am. Your grace. grace. (laughs) I hope that you will find it in your beautiful heart to one day forgive me. Most certainly, dear. (laughs) Um, So because I then watched it with you, (laughs) like basically watched the entire series. And if anyone's counting, this is my third time. A few days ago, I have now found myself to be the proud owner of the first three books in the Bridgerton series. Oh, this is news to me. I didn't know you were the owner of the first three books. When did this happen? It just happened. Thanks for sharing. It just happened. And I wrote it down the other day because I was like, I need to talk about this in the new and good. Oh my God. And when, when, so yeah, so now I'm reading? reading. So now I'm already reading them. That's why I was nearly late to our intro here. Um, oh. I started reading it today's like the third day I've had it. So I just started reading it. I bought it the first night I bought it. I barely could crack it open and read it. I think it was, it was either Tuesday night or Wednesday, but I was so obsessed with like the thought of, because now I've watched them three times in the last, like, I don't know, three, four weeks, three weeks, something like this. Um, my thoughts are like obsessed with Bridgerton. So I was like, I need to know more about these people. And I found interviews online and um, I found some little shows on Netflix, like an after part. It's a David Spade show that's on Netflix now. And they had some of the cast on there, not that smoke show hottie the do, uh. but others. And I'm just like obsessed with the Bridgerton people. And I'm like, I want to know more. And then they were talking about the book. Oh, I found their, I found their Instagram page, the Bridgerton oh. Instagram page. Yes. You should check it out. Cause there's some Our fun listeners clips. can't see, but my mouth, my jaw has been dropped this whole time while you were ta- talking about Bridgerton. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. So I, I dove in. You waited until now to tell me about all of this. I dove in and I'm like, I'm hardcore. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I am obsessed. Low key. High key. Uh, yeah. I was going to say low key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, I was like, I need to know more. So anyways, the Bridgerton um, Instagram, they talked about the book, like some of the cast was reading clips from the first book, you know, that the one that the first series on Netflix is um, written about. And they were reading clips from the book and I was just dying. Like some of them were kind of hot, but some of them were, you know, just other things from the book. And I I was dying. I was like, I think I need to own this book. So I looked it up on like Amazon and it would have taken a long time to get the actual paper books. So I bought the Kindle version of the first three books, like as a set. Oh, okay. I was going to say, are you going to share? But I'm a paper book reader, so I'll probably 
get the paper books? I love paper books too, but um, I don't ever read them. So (laughs) I buy paper books and then Mm -hmm. they mostly take up space. Yeah. Um, Like I have lots of business books and motivation and like, uh, you know, personal growth type of books that are Mm -hmm. uh, paper books. And I read some of them and then I'll go back and I'll read a little bit more, but literally like years and I won't finish the book. So audible books are easy for me to finish, but I didn't really want to do Bridgerton in an audible book. I wanted to Mm -hmm. read it. And yeah, it takes me back to the days when I was a teenager and reading like Harlequin romance, like cheap filth (laughs) romance novels. (laughs) So, except these are good. And I, I'm, I'm curious to see now how the book compares to the story, like the, you know, the Netflix version. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, it's really interesting so far. I mean, there are differences, but it's, uh, it's fun. I'm having fun reading it. I've spent like, I've, you know, I had the second dose of the vaccine this week too. So I was kind of tired. I haven't been able to stay up very late reading it. Unlike the TV show, which keeps me up insanely late. Oh my gosh. I mean, we finished the whole season in two and a half nights and like, we, was it, I, yeah, two and a half, yeah. three nights. Like we were yeah. done. Yeah. I was like, I, I refuse to go to sleep until I finish this. I know you stayed up so late. You were a trooper. I was like, I can't, I gotta go to, it's 2am. I gotta go to bed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So for our listeners, if you have not seen Bridgerton, you must see Bridgerton and then tell us what you think about it. (laughs) I heard on the radio today coming home that it was the most watched Netflix show in the history of Netflix shows. Really? And I was like, you're welcome because I'm pretty sure I've streamed every episode at least four or five times because like I might have fallen asleep through some of them and rewatched it and then you know like with you and with myself number of times so I'm like you're welcome. (laughs) Definitely (laughs) accounting for a few of those. Oh my gosh. Okay. So awesome. Uh, so yes, Mandy, my, my most thanks to your recommendation, (laughs) my, uh, your grace, your grace. Anyways, um, you you know, your new and good is actually my new and good. So there's really not much I can share since Bridgerton is my new and good. Uh, I guess like another new and good in my life is, uh, this past week I've, I've temporarily become like a Yelper. I've done like and reviews in the last seven days, but then I just haven't been back on Yelp. So, um, I, but it's been fun to kind of play around with Yelp. I don't, you know, I just, uh, I don't go out very much to eat or do much. And then I, I just don't have a lot of time. Like if I do a review, I want to make sure it's a good review. I don't want to just like do a, you know, like rate the stars and then like not write anything. Right. So that's why I don't review much because when I do review, I want to make sure I spend a good amount of time talking about my experience. Yes. You don't have to do just restaurants. So I've been a Yelper for a long time. You don't have to do just restaurants. I mean, yeah, you know, when you go to like hiking trails or I don't know, I mean, some people will jump on and review things like Costco and I'm like, calm down. It's Costco. I, uh, any sort of review furniture stores. Yes, exactly. Like service-based businesses. Yeah. So it was nice. And so your landscaper, you know, your, I don't know, whoever, whatever. Uh, yeah so I was yeah that's something new too so like right before I was jumping on here with you I was brushing my teeth because I had popcorn for dinner and um side note uh off to our um referencing our Instagram page I posted a bowl of popcorn last week in the feed in our stories and I said and with a poll that said guess who's having popcorn for dinner and obviously one choice was you and one choice was me and 
I forget, it was about uh, 70, 30, 70% guessed me and about 30% guessed you. And I forgot <laughs> to post the results, so but I was like, tonight? I know I couldn't. Cause you know, it disappears if you don't catch it in your um, notifications. Really? You don't, yeah. If you don't catch the notification um, that your results are in, you can't like find it. You get too many notifications and then it's buried and I can't find it anymore. So I'm just letting all our listeners know you were wrong if you guessed Miley and you were correct if you guessed me. And I thought it was funny that it was, it was kind of split. Like the people that knew you personally thought it was you. And like, because <laughs> I love like, popcorn and I carry popcorn with me. I carry microwavable popcorn bags with me everywhere. Yeah, that's funny. Cause like, I'm always the one talking about popcorn. Like I go to the farmer's market and buy fresh popcorn, like from the farmers here in Phoenix. <laughs> and I pop it myself with an air popper, all my fancy toppings. Like. I, I, I'm a closet popcorn. <laughs> and you carry around like Kirkland brand microwave popcorn. <laughs> it's like a disgrace to popcorn in my eyes. I'm such a food snob. Probably is probably why I'm a closet popcorn eater because I don't <laughs> want people knowing. I get my teeth cleaned and I'm like, I had popcorn two nights ago. I really tried to floss out all of the kernels. I hope there's nothing left in there. But anyways, I was brushing my teeth back to the episode to get the popcorn <laughs> out. And I was like, oh my gosh, Debbie would be so disappointed because I still like, again, I'm getting these little dry patches, oh. like kind of around, like on the sides of my chin. I'm like, damn it. My skin's getting all dry. And I've been really good about moisturizing, like doubling really? up at night. And I'm trying to drink hmm. a ton of water. I'm really good about water, but it also yeah. got cold again here in Phoenix. Yeah. And yeah, I traveled a little bit recently. So, you know, I think it yeah. kind the of weather changes some of the moisture. storming a lot. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to chug another glass or two of water tonight and try to get back oh, on my so good, good skin game because, good for um, you. uh, yeah, I really just want to have a bourbon, but I'm going to have a water. Or you can have both. <laughs> I might have two waters, one bourbon. <laughs> yeah. Two to one ratio. I like it's it. I like a, it. It's, it's been a week. Well, it has been. Thank goodness that uh, we are, well, we're currently at the end of a week but our listeners will be listening to us at the beginning the of the week of the and week. so um before we uh dive into our episode we hope you all have a wonderful start to your week and thank wait you you're not going to tell us what's going on with your skin i'm the only one who's oh. going to fess up <laughs> oh I, I forgot about my skin yeah right before when we were uh right before we were recording i was showing because we're we're I was showing Mandy how this little mark on my face, it's like a Cindy Crawford mole. If you it look at exactly it, it's exactly like a supermodel mole right above your lip. But it's actually like a scar because I had a pimple there and it popped and then it was bleeding. And now I have a scab there. And <laughs> I, I'm like, I've been doing so well with like, uh, you know, cleaning my skin and then um, not popping pimples. Uh, and then moisturizing and drinking water. But I have no idea why I got that pimple right there. And so like, I'm really kind of self-conscious about it. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy I've been wearing a mask, but part of it is I also don't want to be wearing a mask because I want it to breathe. Masks, masks are really nice for masking up our ugly face, like yeah. our ugly face situations. <laughs> like no one will know I have dry skin or blotchiness happening. I'll just yeah. put a mask on here. Yeah. yeah. But so uh, I had really fun, a lot of fun talking to Debbie. Uh, we've got some fun content from your visit with her that we're putting out on the social media. People can see crazy pictures of your face all covered in goo 
And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't think I got any pictures of even my skin afterwards, but like I'm always glowing right after I see her. It's such a nice feeling. It is. I it's think I'm going to go back like in a couple of weeks, I'm going to hit her up and maybe like Valentine's Day treat myself. Oh, good for you. All right. Well, let's dive into the episode. We hope you enjoy. Have fun. so excited for today's episode this episode has been long due we've been talking about it for a long time yes and so uh today's guest is debbie griffith and uh you know mandy can you tell us a little bit about debbie so debbie is uh, a phoenician which is exciting because you're a phoenician i'm an honorary phoenician i I came here when I was four, but oh, I thought it was even Phoenix younger. is all I know. So I call myself an honorary Phoenician. I love but that. she's a true Phoenician. Well, most of her life. She's been oh. here. Probably so she's an honorary Phoenician we'll, we'll too. Let her tell us. Her. So she's, maybe she's an honorary Phoenician. She's lived <laughs> here most of her life. Um, Debbie, so I know Debbie as uh, a vegan and an esthetician. So um, I also know she's a real estate agent and she does Reiki and she healed one of my chakras or cleared it. I'm not sure of the difference. She um, balanced our, our chakras because I, I, I got a facial too with her. It was so fun and I felt so relaxed and she balanced our chakras and it was awesome. Balancing is probably the correct word. That's what she said, I think. I well, use all the words. I'm like, cleared it, healed it, made it better, improved it. <laughs> awesome. So anyways, Debbie is with us. Debbie owns All Aglow Skin Care. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk to her now. All right. Let's bring her in. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Good to have Hello. you. Thank you so much for joining us. We have been wanting you to join us for months and it is such a pleasure to have you on the show with us. Welcome. Welcome. How you doing? I'm good. I am so excited. When I was listening to you guys, I'm like, yes, balance. That's what I did. (laughs) (laughs) Because they get kind of out of whack, you know, they're like the little spinning energy centers in our bodies. And we're not always, you know, spinning to get at the right speed or we're just not always really spinning. So it's good to kind of check in and find out what they, what's going on. Can we Do start you off with that about? since, the, well, can we start off with t- asking a little bit about the chakras and the Reiki and stuff? Like how many chakras yeah. are there? And tell us a little bit more about that. So our whole, our body has over 200 chakras, but the ones that we really concentrate on are the ones that are in our meridian. So they, you know, it's our crown chakra, the top of your head, the third eye chakra, um, the throat chakra, um, the heart chakra, the solar plexus chakra, the sacral and the root. And they are, like I said, they're little spinning energy wheels in your body. It's of, it's of energy. It's not like there's a real wheel in there. That would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they uh, coincide with different parts. Like um, they, like your throat chakra, it's like your thyroid. So different parts of your body, but also it's communication. So Mandy's shares was like wide open. <laughs> I remember Mandy telling us about that. <laughs> Mandy's was fine. It was that's totally fun. fine. That's um, I mean, as a kid, you would not have probably had that experience of me. But really? this phase, this place in life, it's wide open. And yeah. you are very good at communicating. Like you are very wise and intuitive and you are very good at communicating 
your thoughts, your values, your beliefs, and having a positive and powerful influence on those around you. And so I, I would agree that your throat chakra is wide open. I've probably always oh, known what I wanted to say, just never had the courage to say or didn't for a long time have the courage to say it. So thanks for saying yeah. that it was wide open. Yeah. I feel that. Well, I think it's totally true. And, you know, I found that a lot of us lately, our throat chakras have been kind of blocked because we're doing a lot more texting and, we're not really talking to each other, mm. especially, you know, in quarantine, we're not, we're not seeing and talking to each other as much. So I'm finding a lot of throat chakras that are blocked, a lot of um, sacral chakras that are blocked, which is kind of have to do a little bit with digestion. So yeah, we're just, we're eating weird. You That's know, me though. I eat so crazy clean and like, I just, it's, uh, apparently it's an, a trait of an empath to have a really slow digestion. For sure. Oh my gosh. That is so true. Our stomach holds on to our sadness. Like it's really got a lot of grief. Like our liver is anger and our, oh. so if you feel this pain, like right here on the right, I get it like when I'm pissed and I don't say anything, you can feel it. It's your liver, but then your stomach holds on to, and it kind of, it's a part of your body that knows what's going on. Like you, I get a bad stomach ache and I didn't do anything. I just know I'm upset about something. So usually I just do some meditation and I'm on my way. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Now, you had mentioned that based on the chakra that is a little, unbalanced I guess you can eat certain things to kind of help like my it was my heart chakra that was out of balance and so you'd recommended that I eat foods that were green um how mm -hmm. what's the link between food and and our chakra well I in my I'm just going by my own experience and theories I there first of all the chakras are associated with colors too um, so green is the heart chakra. And so green foods, um, the throat chakra is blue. So blue foods like blueberries, you know, um, the, the crown chakra is clear. So <laughs> really it's about which one's purple, uh, which chakra is purple, your third eye. Okay. Cause yeah. ever since I've colored my hair purple, I have mm -hmm. felt like it is my natural hair color. It feels like that what's inside of me is finally showing on the outside. That's awesome. That's I, so awesome. And I've always described that. it that way. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, but I never considered to, uh, like liken it to the chakra thing. Well, like I do uh, Reiki. So Reiki is how I balance your chakras. Everybody does it a little bit differently. Everybody does Reiki a little bit differently. So I just go with intuitively what feels right to me. Um, do you guys know what Reiki is? You want me to yeah, give you a yeah, little, but yes, but tell people who are listening when it's about, cause I know a little bit about it. So Reiki is where you are taking the energy of the, of the world. We, there's energy all around us and it's the chi. Um, and Reiki is saying you have this rate that we're taking the Reiki energy and then we're channeling it. So I'm a Reiki master and I am a conduit for that energy. So when I am working on your chakras, say I, I'll, I start out with, with your crown, no matter what's going on. I always start with your crown. I settle down and I kind of can feel what's going on. Like you, 
it's hard to explain. And everybody sees Reiki differently or feels it differently. Some people hear a sound, some people see colors, some people taste like a metal in their mouth, or they get like a different flavor in their mouth. And they know that that's like the energy that's flowing through them. I see colors. Um, so I will work in that, in that realm. Like I visualize it as a color, like an energetic color, like a light coming in. And I hold my hands a certain way to direct the light. And I also, um, there's symbols that go with it. And so I call forth the Reiki masters and the guides from the past and they bring the energy to me. It sounds so woo woo. I (laughs) I know what is happening right now. I love it so much. I used to think when I first was learning about Reiki, I was like, whatever, that is not a real thing. And I still doubted it for the longest time. And I studied it and I had a Reiki master and she started the way I started learning is the way the old masters learned is I would see her every week and we would just talk about theory, like what we're experiencing, what it looks like. And she just kept just encouraging me, just go with your intuition, trust it, trust it. And since I just let go of the judgment and thinking it's stupid and woo woo, you know, I just, I've been able to just let go. And I feel like I'm healing. Like, um, I had one client and her third eye was blocked and I was just kind of focusing and I'm working on it and everything. And she of course falls asleep. Most people fall asleep, which is awesome. I want you to fall asleep on my table. It makes me so happy. So she falls asleep. And then, um, when she was, when we were just checking out and talking about everything, she was like, I just kept seeing this bright purple light, this bright purple light. And it was going through my whole body. And I was like, I was like, that was me. (laughs) That's awesome. Push it right in there for you. So, and she slept, she, the next day she texted me, she's like, I don't know what you did, but I've never slept so good. She slept awesome. Cause everything just like calmed down. I don't just do like the chakra balancing and the Reiki. I also work on your central nervous system. So that's another piece of all a glow because I want people to, to glow from like inside. I want to send little lights out into the world. And so I work on your central nervous system and I do a couple of different holds, you know, like you, you probably remember, I was like holding onto your shoulders and you might've been like, what is she doing? How long is she doing <laughs> why is she doing this? Cause t- trust me, I'm sitting there getting in my ma- mind. Like Mandy's probably like, why? <laughs> I honestly don't remember having any thoughts at all when it was happening. Yeah, It was so oh, relaxing. It, yeah. The whole experience was just relaxing and just being present in the moment was so nice. And you know, you have a beautiful energy, a very calming energy about you, Debbie. And so the whole experience was just wonderful. Yeah. And it was during, I think like a holiday break when I was in there. So I hadn't been working. I was doing a bit of baking. So like I would be maybe a little bit buzzy from like just doing a lot of baking and having a a little going on in that department. But because I hadn't actually been working like the day job, in addition to that, I was a little, probably a little less excited than I normally would have been racing in there. But I don't remember having any thoughts besides like maybe one's going, I feel like there's something happening around me. Hmm. And then I'm just like, I'm just going to lay here. This is nice. And just like enjoying the calm. Uh, yeah. Sometimes, you know, when I'm in the middle of doing a lot of things, it's really easy for my mind to constantly be thinking of what I'm doing next. And like steps five, yeah. six, seven through like 18 that I'm going to do in the next three hours. Totally. 
We all do that. Yeah. I know. I, I have to stop and I have this little saying, look at your feet because when I, you know, you know, like when I ran a half marathon, I was like looking ahead and thinking, there's no freaking way. There is no way I'm going to get there. And then I'd be like, you know, just look at your feet. Just look at where your feet are. Just keep going. And I would just keep looking at my feet and then it wasn't so tiring and I made it, you know, same thing with hiking. So yeah, it's hard to remember to look at your feet and see where you're at. It's we're, we're in such a, our, it's just the way our society is, which is constantly pulling, you know, it's a really neat way to bring you back to right where you are. I've never heard that before. Like look down at your, <laughs> I'm also not ground a runner. Yourself. It's kind of like when, when you said like, look at your feet, I'm thinking like, it's another way to kind of ground yourself and pull yourself back to the moment. Yeah. Whatever stresses are going on or whatever issues are kind of pulling you away from the present moment. Like looking at your feet is a great way to kind of ground yourself. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. Well, Mandy, you hike. So the thing that I would, the other thing I would do is doing Squaw Peak. I'd look at the top of that thing and I'd be like, there's no way I'm not going to make it. I'm just going to turn around. I'm like, well, you know, just look down, look at your feet. Don't look at that. Just look down and just look at where you're going. And so I would do that. And then I'd be like, oh, you know, I made it halfway. I'm good. Keep going. You know, yeah, it's kind of like not looking at the top of the staircase, just taking it one step at a time. Yeah. Besides the Reiki and the chakras, um, you have a, a, additional things that you do for your business. But before we touch base on that, and I'm sure we have lots of questions about a lot of stuff, <laughs> but, uh, can we kind of talk a little bit about you, Debbie? Can you tell us a little bit about you and, uh, you know, you've been through a lot, uh, in your life and, uh, <laughs> I'd love Uh, to kind of hear some of the milestones or some of the, the, the chapter, the different chapters in your life. Can we just also, sorry. Can we just also ask, how are you? I'm really good. (laughs) I'm I'm feeling awesome. I don't know. I'm just feeling, I had someone asking me what, well, how would you describe your energy? And it used to be like, yeah, crazy. Now I'm just like, I feel calm, happy. (laughs) That's about it. I feel good. How about you guys? Are you back at, we are both back at work too. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it's busy, but it's not, it's like a weird balance of we're we're busy. There's a lot going on. We're a little short staffed, but then, you know, patient wise, it's a little quiet because there's this weird pandemic thing happening. So people are getting (laughs) sick left and right. And so we're just kind of, you know, taking it day by day. Have you noticed, like, if I pay, I know for me, if I pay a lot of attention to what's going on in the news and I go down that rabbit hole, I freak out and I don't want to leave the house. Yeah. I'm like, I, I get this discouraged. Is here. Yeah. I, I try not to pay much attention to it and I try to just focus on things that I can control in my life and yeah. try to. Uh, I, I try to stay away from things that might negatively affect my behavior or my decisions. And so I try yeah. to stay on top as much as I need to, but I, I'm not yeah. on top of it. Like know every single thing, like today with the number of cases or whatever, yeah. I'm really just doing yeah. my part to do what I need to take care of my responsibilities, be there for people, um, be present in my life and uh, kind of try to still live life. Yeah, I like yeah. watching the numbers like back in June. I want to say early, like in May, I was probably still watching things like maybe every couple of days checking on stuff because it was kind of going up and up and up. And it's like, no, go down. And it just became apparent by June that I was like, fuck this. <laughs> like, yeah. 
I don't need to watch this every day. Like I can catch, like I will hear about it even if I don't pay attention to it. It's impossible not to know. Um, yeah. You almost have to be like with your head in the sand to not know what's going on out there. I mean, you hear it every day who's hitting a record high with this and that and death numbers. And it just gets really doomsday. Like that whole new phrase, doom scrolling, where you're scrolling on Facebook or Instagram or something and you're, or Twitter and you're just doom scrolling. It's like scrolling for all the sad news. And it's like, you know what? There's still a ton of amazing shit happening. So look for that. And connect with a friend, connect with a family member. You know, if you have a little pot of people you're hanging out with or touching, you know, just talking to these days, like keep in touch with some people and um, keep that human spirit sort of going because it's just so easy to sit in your, like get discouraged by all the numbers and all the, all the sad shit. And then, like you said, not want to go anywhere. And like, that's just not me. I'm an introvert and a half and <laughs> I love being at home and I love being alone. But even after like two days of hanging out by myself, I'm like, nope, need people. Where are my friends? Someone hug me. Yeah. I miss hugs. Yeah. <laughs> I love hugging people. And you know, it's funny. It used to be that way. You know, you were asking kind of like the chapters when I was married, my ex-husband wasn't a hugger. He wasn't very physical. And so I thought for sure I wasn't, oh, I'm totally not. No, I totally am. <laughs> it's weird. And I miss hugs. I miss like being able to like, even just, I met a new client today. I, I wanted to like at least shake her hand and I couldn't, you know, it's I said weird. something similar about snuggling. I think maybe on a, maybe on an episode we just recorded, I was like, I tell everybody I'm not, I'm like, oh, snuggling. Like guys will be like, oh, I'll snuggle, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, eh, I'm not a snuggler. But then I secretly do like to snuggle. So then, <laughs> so then they all think that they've converted me into a snuggler. I like to snuggle with you. I just, I just boost their ego. They're like, I thought you were in a snuggler. I'm like, I guess you made me one. <laughs> oh, that's cute. That's adorable. My secret's out. <laughs> You're a snuggler. I'm a stealth snuggler. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about um, you. Like, what's your origin story? How'd you get to where you are today? I mean, like, give us like a 10,000 foot view. So. Um, I've been a realtor for a really long time and, um, I love real estate. It's just, it's always been interesting to me. I like to have a challenge. I like being self-employed. I like being able to do what I want to do. And I love helping people. That was what I loved about being a real estate agent. I still am a real estate agent. I still do it, but, um, I never felt like a salesperson. My mom's like, no, you're a really good salesperson. And I'm like, really? I don't feel like a salesperson. I just, if I like something, I get excited about it. And then I have to tell you everything about it. That's um, probably the trait that makes you a good salesperson. Yeah. Like when we think salesperson, <laughs> you think bad traits. But the thing is a good salesperson is someone who can, I think, can make a positive influence because they're so passionate about mm -hmm. uh, what they're talking about and they believe in what they talk about and they have this excitement that's Energy. contagious. And so it's probably why she thinks you're a good salesperson, but really to you, you're just someone who wants to share knowledge that you have, uh, passions that you have, the excitement that you have for whatever it is that you, you do or know. It's like me talking about food. Yeah. Ugh, food. That's also why I would say that the way to keep your, sh to way to support your chakras is food because I love food and I figured everybody loves food because I'm a vegan. And if you're a vegan, you love food. You have to. You have to. Um, so I was a realtor for a really long time. And then I was, uh, I got divorced and I just kind of started thinking about things a little bit differently. I really 
grew my tribe. The divorce like really changed me. Um, it changed how I look at things. It, it kind of brought me, it like woke me up. If that makes sense. Like, I feel like I was just in a, I was in a coma just walking around. I was so unhappy. And, um, so that was a pretty big deal. And it kind of made me start looking at ways to take care of myself. And I started doing yoga again. Well, I had done it before, but I got really committed to it because when you're really sad, if you start taking your care of yourself, it helps, helps a lot. So, um, I was doing yoga and I've always been into skincare. So I really started looking at my skin because, Oh, I'm kind of a getting old here, buddy. <laughs> so I was just really taking care and inside, like I became a vegan and I just really started taking care of myself. And then, um, I got cancer, I got breast cancer. Wow. Uh, I know. Right. Ugh. Could you believe it's so, so bad? I think I so, mean, the statistics are wild on breast cancer. I think it's, is it one in three or one in two? It's oh. one in three, I it's believe. One in three. Okay. I think that's three. it. That's just, that's I, Isn't that insane? And I knew, I got diagnosed and I knew two other people that got diagnosed like right around the same time I did. And I had a really good friend that was like the year before me. So I was really grateful that I had gotten through, I keep saying the divorce. He's really, I don't want him to be part of my origin story, but he kind of is a little, Dude, my <laughs> not one of my like pivotal moments. It like, yeah. my, I've like, I've described two or three pivotal moments in life. And one of them is deciding to leave that environment that was just not, uh, not good for me. Not, it wasn't abusive. It wasn't really, right. I mean, maybe there were some toxic things, but it wasn't like a toxic relationship. It just was not supporting and it was not who I was. Nothing about it was, was in line with me. Right. Oh my gosh. That's the perfect point. Mandy, you're so good with like drilling down. It wasn't me. Like I, I didn't, but I, I let, I don't know when it, some, and I hate this, but I know my past relationships, I've like become whatever that person's like really interested in, you know, I'm like a chameleon cause I'm interested in everything. So you show me something new. I'm like, yeah, like check it out. I'm just, uh, I think Miley's I smiling. Cause she relates. Yeah. You show genuine interest. Cause you have a, a genuine curiosity. Yeah. I'm always curious. And so it would become like kind of something then I would start being more like that person. And I realized with my ex-husband, I really wasn't, we really didn't. If I was, if I saw him now, one of my friends said, if you saw him on a dating app now, I'd be like, so I left like right away. <laughs> there's so many things yeah. that would be like, nope, uh-uh, nope, no. And <laughs> there's not really anything that would attract me. But um, anyway, so uh, that divorce really did, um, help me build like my support and help me. I already knew what I needed to do to take care of myself emotionally and physically, like right off the bat. So I didn't have that learning curve. I knew to reach out. I knew who I could count on. I knew, and I had already forgiven so much of my, you know, I get forgive people because, you know, you don't know what to say. I forgave myself because when my friends got diagnosed, I was like, Oh, that sucks. But I had really no idea. <laughs> like I had no empathy for it because they hadn't experienced it. So, um, getting breast cancer. Yeah, it sucked. I mean, it's scary. It's really scary. Cause yeah. you're just like, 
when I, I thought if I get cancer, I'm just going to chop my boobs off and I'm not taking the meds and all this stuff. Nope. When you really think you're going to die, you look at it a whole different way. Yeah. You're like, what, what do I have to do to not die? Sorry. My, I just heard my roommate out there. So you have to think like, what do I have to do to not die? And that's, that's where I went, you know, and I picked like three people that I could talk to that were my go-to people. And then as I was starting to go through the process, you're bald, you just, you're miserable. You don't want to be in your body. You're just ugh, like nausea and just ugh, sick all the time. And, um, I decided I needed to do something for myself. And so I just booked a facial. Very strange. Something I used to always do. I used to get facials every month. I used to do it all the time. Um, so I booked a facial and uh, she's really a good friend and she just took care of me. She just cared for me. She cared for my skin. She just, it was, I felt like myself for the first time in like eight months. I was like, oh, I will be the girl that gets facials again. <laughs> and it was probably a really uh, an hour where you weren't thinking about my cancer medication yeah. the nausea oh, like not wanting to leave the house because I feel so hideous you know I just felt beautiful and cared for and deserving of care and um her name's Sophia <laughs> and her and I talk have talked about it since I was like you know you were the one that inspired me to go to go be an esthetician, to go be in school I couldn't figure out what the thing was that I wanted I knew I wanted to help people. I knew I wanted to do something more caring and more giving, um, more kind of hands-on. And um, I had another friend say, you should be an esthetician. Go get your license. And I was like, okay, thinking, oh, this could be so easy. I know how to give a facial. I do it all the time. Holy shit, it was fucking hard. <laughs> You're just like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll be right back. See you in a minute. <laughs> no problem. But I only need like five minutes, right? Oh, my gosh. I just, it seems like every single thing has led me to the next thing and it's just worked out beautifully. I'm so grateful for everything that's come before. Yeah. Some things sucked real bad, but it led me to where I am. And I love, I love where I am. I love the person that I have become from all of this stuff and things just seem to work out because, Oh, when I got breast cancer, I didn't have insurance. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my Stop. God. Uh, talk about a shit show yeah i didn't have insurance it's like uh my oh, are first you like, are you like hey doc could you just let's pretend yeah. we don't know this the, like yeah, time out there was no diagnosis yet i'm gonna go oh see about some insurance i'll be back so, when i got diagnosed pretend like so I got, never took place yeah right exactly well so i got diagnosed in november and so it was like right when you could sign up for the affordable oh, care God. act but it would take place until january Oh. And, and then do uh, they my, have do they have like pre-existing conditions or is that stuff all illegal now? Yeah, if something if you are on the Affordable Care Act, then it doesn't have you don't have to worry about pre-existing conditions. But Thank listen goodness. to this. So I um I would have had to wait till January and I had a very aggressive form of cancer. Now what year, and, sorry, November of what year? When was this? 2017. Okay. November 9th, 2017. Man, isn't that crazy? I'll never forget that day. Wow. So my my roommate now, she's a really good friend of mine. Um, she's like, you know, one of my clients, she's a hairstylist. She goes, one of my clients is um, the head of the breast cancer center at Bay. And I was like, yeah, I can't afford it. I don't have insurance. And she goes, 
just let me call her. So she called her and then the doctor, my doctor, Dr. Bahador called me. She goes, send me your, send me your sheet. And so I sent her my diagnosis sheet. She's like, okay, I don't have anything available until January, but I have a day off on Monday. And this was like on a Wednesday because I have a day off on Monday. So I'm going to book you in to see my whole team. And I'm like, oh my God. I mean, right. And so part of her team was the financial person. And she goes, there is a type of um, insurance that you could get through the state. That's for breast cancer patients that do not have coverage because my, you're not the only one that, yeah, you're not the only one that gets diagnosed with breast cancer with, without insurance. So that's wonderful news. Yes. And, um, the, just, if I tried to pay cash for it, it was like $500,000. Yeah. I was going to say it's, it's, I knew it was over half a million. Over half a million. I mean, even and insurance co-pays can drive people into the ground. Like Exactly. I got so lucky. I mean, so I applied for that insurance. In the meantime, I had to take get all these tests done. And my doctors, the financial person's like, hey, I th- I'm like going way into the weeds on this. I don't know if you oh, guys need to know. No, I mean, oh, we this find it great. fascinating. Yes. So the, um, the financial person's like, why don't you just go to the different places that you need to go and, um, to get all their testing done and just pay cash. So I ended up putting on my credit card, like $3,000 worth of tests. If I had gotten them through my, through the hospital where I was getting treatment, it would have been like $75,000. What? Is that insane? The difference in the pricing and I paid cash. So I paid cash got all that done. And I didn't have to wait, you know, like if you're going to, you have to wait for the pre-authorizations and I mean, life-saving, it was life-saving those, just those little things, because I got in and they started treating me really quickly. Uh, My first chemo was the um, Monday after Thanksgiving. That was my first chemo, right? That's incredible. it was like only a couple of weeks and that was all the testing That's and quick. stuff. It was quick and they had to do a biopsy to find out if it went to my lymph nodes and it didn't. I was again, so lucky because it was so fast. I was able to just boom, 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 boom. Imagine like, what would have happened if you had to wait till January. Yeah. Exactly. Cause that was my other option. That was my other option. Okay, well, you can have insurance, but you can't have it until January. And then I just start all over with a doctor and start all the new testing. I just, I mean, I I don't know if you guys believe in God or higher power, but I feel like there is someone looking out for me. You know, my yeah. dad died when I was a little girl. And I always say my dad, he's like up there going, hey, she's had enough shit in her life. Let's make this a little easier. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's beautiful. I mean, talk about like some sort of divine intervention, like just putting that friend in touch Mm -hmm. with you at that time and that doctor. her knowing certain people that's going to help you. Mm -hmm. And then that doctor being willing to say like, it's my day off, but you know what? Come on in. Yeah, I know. I got so, so lucky. So yeah. And I, I mean, every single thing just fell into place and man, it made it a lot easier. And also it made it easier to trust that, okay, this is going to work out. Yeah. It's going to work sure. out. And it did. So, so after all that, that was, thanks. 
So after proud all that, because that's a it's a hard journey and it's still a journey. Mm-hmm. But proud of you. Yeah. So proud. Oh of my you. god. I have, two fr- I have two friends that went through um, breast cancer diagnosis, uh, one at 29 and one at 39. And this was about five years. Both of their diagnosis were about five and a half, maybe six years, five and a half, about five and a half. I want to say it was around, I want to say it was around Halloween of 2016, 14. Oh, that's wow. seven years ago. And, um, yeah. So at 29, you know, double mastectomy at 39, a mastectomy. And, you know, the, my, the friend who was 39, it's like, she still has a neuropathy. Like chemo is, oh. chemo is tough, lifelong. It, it has lifelong effects. Yeah. How Kelsey, feel other, um, she's mostly better. Uh, I mean, they stopped her chemo early because it was so, so strenuous on her system. And another friend is, has, she's moved. She's no, neither of them actually in Arizona anymore, but the other one started a podcast or she has, I don't know. She has, I'll connect it. I'll connect you to her. Cause I can't remember her name, but she has a lot of like stuff she does online for like breast cancer survivors. Well, that's really cool. I love it when people take it there because having the resources, huge, huge, like sharing resources and talking to people who get it and know what you're going Going through, through. been through, going to do like, you know, there's all sorts of things like reconstruction and this and that. And there's just all these different choices you have to make. You're like, I'm just trying not to die. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I just don't want to die. Do I have to think about this right now? And yeah, you do. And I feel like when you go through this, you learn to just be able to say, hey, my experience is different than your experience. We're all different. This is what happened to me. Take what you want from it because- Or what you need from it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Everybody's so different. I mean, even though it's all the same disease, there's so many levels to it. And so many people react differently. We are not cookie cutter in a little box. I mean, you so. have that shared experience of going through cancer and cancer treatment, but right. the results, the outcomes, the experiences that you have are so different, but it's so worth it to share those experiences because while it is similar, some of the nuances can give other people information or further insight into how to manage their own issues. Totally. Yeah. And totally. hope. Yeah. yeah. Hope. Spreading yeah. hope mm-hmm. and, 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 and knowing that you're not alone. Yes, it's definitely, it's huge. And I've been thinking about that. Like I wanted to, when I start, first went to school, I went to Sweena, which is a really great school. When I first went to school, I started thinking, I want to be an oncology um, therapist, aesthetician. I want to be able to help women that went through me. Like that's, that's been my goal. It's hard to find resources for it to be able to learn those skills. Luckily, I've gone through enough, but again, everybody, your your experience may vary. You know, I don't know. Everybody's skin's different. So I've been really looking into that lately so that I can kind of add that in. And I'm thinking of going to the cancer center in order to like meet people and be like, come, just come see me. Come hang out. <laughs> I want to, I just need to experiment on you. Come on, you know. <laughs> So hopefully I'll get some people from that because I think it's really important. It really changed my, I wouldn't say it changed my life, but it did definitely change at least my day. I felt normal for a day, you know, and it impacted you for the remainder of your life though. Cause now you're an esthetician. Yeah. Totally changed that. Right. (laughs) 
So, okay. Yeah. So we're going to jump a little bit here. Cause I have a question now thinking about you giving me the facial, you rubbed mm-hmm. a little stone along my jawline and I was trying to tell Miley about it. And she went and had a facial with you like a week later. And I was like, there's this little stone. And I think it started with a G. It makes a G sound, I think, but I can't remember what it's called. And tell us. It's gua sha. Gua sha. I, I, do you remember me saying Miley? I kept yes. saying I was like, it's like the hot yeah. sauce, like gochujang or something. And, and I was like, like <laughs> uh, can you tell us a little bit about that stone? I know I had asked you about it, but I'd love to hear you share with our listeners a little bit about that stone. So washa is a uh, massage technique and you can actually do it all over your body. You should see the ones with the body when people do it. Like you can watch it on YouTube and it looks like it really hurts bad. Oh, is this like they're scraping? It. Yes, because oh, they're like that done. Oh, they're like digging into the fascia. They're uh-huh. really trying to get that. Did you like it? Done. Um, when you I'm, did body. I'm like a, a little kink for a little bit of pain, but <laughs> um, I, so I was in a ton of pain when I actually had it done because I was in a car accident. Oh. So I had pretty gnarly whiplash and, and I held a lot of my emotional pain in my shoulders. Um, mm-hmm. I also found out just, I don't not that long ago, like a couple years later that I have hypermobile joints. So my scapula in general tend to be fairly winged. If anybody out there uh-huh. knows what I'm saying when I say that, but my scapula tend to be kind of winged because my joints and ligaments are hypermobile. So they just don't, they're not like sitting in place like normal people's do. Like anytime I go get a massage, they like really lay into me like deep tissues, the only massage I want because nothing else even seems to do anything for me. But my acupuncturist, when he was first treating me after the car accident would scrape and like, I had so many knots and tension and so much just happening in my neck from getting hit, like basic, almost broadside at like 40 miles an hour. Like, I just couldn't feel anything. He would scrape and I would look like I had, I was, I looked like I'd been in a car accident at that point. Like it was wild. It was, it was that like good pain when it was happening. And later it was like a little painful, but I always felt good. And I always felt like I could move again afterwards. Definitely. Well, facial gua sha is not the same. Right. <laughs> I yeah, mean, it's family. So it's really great because it works on, it does work on the lymph and it works a little bit deeper in the fascia if you're just kind of digging in. So when I do it, I'm following the muscles of your face and I'm moving the lymph in your face and then I dump it out. Like, so I'm going up with all of it because we want our muscles to go up, up, up. We want tight, 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 right? And you want it to all go tight. And then I just do a little bit down and then dumps and then it goes out and it flushes your system. So it's really great because it gives you a nice glow, but it's cool. Like if you do it on a regular basis, I, I do it every night before I go to bed. It's very good for your central nervous system. Also it calms you. Like, I don't know if you remember, but we might've been chatting and then I started doing it and you probably went, because it's like so relaxing and it just calms you to have that the stone just like it's very it's shaped to go in different ways on different parts of your of of the muscles here so it follows all the different curves of your face and they're different stones for different things i i just picked one that i gravitated towards and it was the um like blanking but the stone I chose is just one that really drew me to it. Like I picked it up. I was like, Oh, that's, that's my stone. And it just 
Was it blue? No, it's purple. It's purple. amethyst. It's amethyst. So it was an amethyst stone. So yeah, it's just um, very calming for me. The amethyst. Yeah, amethyst is a calming stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do that. And usually um, you'll notice a difference. Like I had a client on the table the other day and I was like, doing the gua sha on the one side, I'm looking down at your face as I'm working it. And then I looked at the other side. I really wanted to take a picture to show her because it was like this side was all smooth and glowing and kind of like raised up. And then the other side was still down there. I'm like, what a oh. way to kind of compare and contrast like the, yeah. he was yeah. asleep. So I couldn't go, couldn't be like a uh, snap. You're asleep. Yeah. I'm taking your that's I would have done it. I totally would have done it. I feel like she'll never yeah. know. Uh, take, you, have yeah. to wear, you should wear a GoPro next time. And just... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Totally. When I was doing my lease, she was holding up her camera. I an iPad. So we got footage. I got footage of my facial to kind of share with our listeners. I'm so excited. Yeah. And then the part where we you did my brightening mask and my eyes were covered, I remember like, uh, we arranged it so that the moment you were done covering my face, you would stop the recording part. And I was like, teamwork, that's what, what it's about. But yeah, um, can we dive in a little bit about facials and the benefits of facials? I am one of those young ladies that, um, you know, I didn't grow up with um, someone like a big sister or a mom that taught me about makeup and about how to take care of my facial skin and things like that. So, I've, you know, you're my second facial ever. And so like, maybe you can share with our listeners about the benefits of facials um, and maybe some basics of proper skincare. Okay. So you should, I feel like getting a facial is a really important thing. It's part of your maintenance. Um, I usually recommend to go every 30 days. And I feel like you're, when you come to see me, I'm doing a couple of things. I do uh, a scrub and then I do an enzyme, which is just going to eat all the top of the dead skin layer off. It's not that you're, you're not going to be able to get it. It softens everything. It's, you're not going to get that just from scrubbing. So I do an enzyme and then I do a good massage on your face to like move everything around. I do gua sha usually to move that lymph around. Cause you want, you don't want your face just sitting there all puffy and gross, you know, it needs to move. And it's how you keep the circulation going in your skin. You can do some of this stuff definitely on your own, but I feel like a once a month maintenance is really key for creating a facial. Um, so I think that it's good. Well, like I said, it's good to just get the blood flow. It's good to do some maintenance to just put you right, keep you right on track. My skin looked okay. I've always had good skin because of my genetics, but when I was getting monthly facials, my skin looked amazing. I always got compliments on it and now I don't get as many. What makes, so I guess like when you say like my, so when somebody says my skin looks amazing, like what are we looking at? The smoothness, the smallness, you know, the small pores, you know, like what, 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 Every face is different, but your skin should look even toned. You shouldn't have like a bunch of blotchiness all over, but we all sometimes get blotchy. I notice when I get blotchy, it's because I'm dry. I, my cheeks usually get really red when my skin's dry. Um, so you really want your skin to have an even tone. Um, this is kind of sound a little weird, but the texture, like when you touch your face, which you shouldn't touch your face, but I totally do it all the time. I hate when people touch my face. 
people oh. touch your face? How like, they have you ever face? had like a boyfriend or you're dating somebody and they like touch your, uh, I can't oh, even, I can't. Yeah. I'm like, where have you no. been? Don't. Yeah, no, I don't. I can touch my own face because I know that I wash my hands a lot. But yeah, so when I touch my face, it's almost a little bit tacky feeling. It's not dry. So it feels almost tacky. That's how your skin should feel. That keeps the barrier of okay. your skin and it keeps you healthy. Like your skin is your first barrier to everything else. So it should feel a little bit tacky. Um, and when your skin gets balanced and it's in good shape and you're getting good maintenance on it. If you get a little breakout, like we all do, they're just, you can't get around it. You're going to have a breakout sometimes, especially wearing masks all the time. Yeah. That's so my biggest you, concern. However, since oh. I facial with you, I've been moisturizing more and I think my acne has gotten a little better. <laughs> you look glowy. You do look glowy. You know, right oh. after the facial, I, I, I felt glowing. I felt glowy. I was radiating. <laughs> Oh, that makes me so happy. I love sending little lights out into the world. It makes me happy. Um, so you definitely want to make sure that your skin is hydrated and a lot has to do with what you put in your body. So uh, the worst things for wrinkles are alcohol, sugar, sun, really okay. sun first. That was on my list. I was going to ask you, how do I, how do we combat wrinkles? Yeah. Sun, sun, you really need to be wearing sunblock. I know everyone's like, I don't like it. It makes my skin break out. Well, you're not wearing good sunblock. You need good sunblock. When I say good sunblock, it needs to be, it needs to have a, a barrier. So it needs to have titanium dioxide in it or zinc. I know those sometimes have a cast in them. So you got to get an expensive, good one. Um, actually they're not all expensive, but like Sarah V has one that's a, that's got a physical barrier. When you see organic, don't get that because it is not, uh, that means it's chemical because if it's got minerals in it, it's, it can't be organic. So organics, not good when it comes to sunscreen and you don't want all those chemicals because all the chemicals do is they spread the light out over your skin. When you put a mineral on your face, it reflects it. You want it reflected. So in the way sun breaks down your collagen. So you definitely, we need collagen. I know you girls are young still. <laughs> I want some collagen like right in here. I'm like seeing my face right now going, Oh, good Lord girl. <laughs> but you really want to, um, and then alcohol, it dilates the vessels and it's really dehydrating sugar. Same sugar's just bad for you all. I mean, inflammatory, I right? so inflammatory and i tell you girl i love me a cupcake i right. love I mean, have a cupcake once a week y'all maybe don't have two a day exactly exactly <laughs> have a mandy bar i love mandy bars <laughs> i took debbie some mandy bars when i saw her and Aww. it was her first i think it was your first time having a mandy bar no i had them at the um the vegan festival oh, oh my god okay festivals mandy i'm so sad what are those no again festivals. just kidding it's been too I long do. i do remember it's been festivals. Too long. i miss them so yeah you want to watch what you're putting into your body watch what you're putting onto your skin you definitely need to be washing your face um, um you know so i only wash my face we talked about this when i was there so in the morning i like the shower water washes my face it's just a nice warm water rinse um at night i just use one of these little magic cloths with water and warm water takes that off. And then I, a, a lot of days I will use, 
um, like just a little cotton round with like a micellar water, like mm-hmm. some that's really light and I don't know. And then that seems to take off anything that's left after the cloth. Are there certain mm-hmm. materials that you stay away from? I have a student. I'm going to shout out to her because she was asking me. She knew that we were having you on the show and she uses this like silicone scrub that she uses to scrub her face and she says it's been helpful but like i'm i'm curious like are there materials out there that we should stay away from I that see, might I've be too thought, abrasive yeah, for the face i've always thought to stay away from scrubs because they put like little shells and glassy little things that actually cause little tears on the skin yes for sure remember um saint ives the apricot scrub don't ever use that because they're you're right that's exactly what the truth is it they're little those little micro bead things are like little sharp edges and they're they tear at your skin um silicone is actually probably fine most of them silicone it's not a a sponge but it's a Mm -hmm. silicone scrub sponge but it it's made of silicone and then she uses that with like soap or some kind of special soap Mm -hmm. to to clean her face um, like a thing that actually feels a little abrasive, but it helps me clean my skin. It makes me feel better, but who knows if it makes my skin feel better. And sometimes we're scrubbing for that, like clean feeling and doing more damage than good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I mean, you definitely don't want to have that. <laughs> Your skin should not be like squeak. It's not good. <laughs> Cause that just means you really stripped it of the natural oils and that just causes breakouts because your skin's then just like, whoa, dude, we're really dry. Let me like dip a bunch of oil in here. And then it, it just clogs your pores, okay. breaks you out. So you don't want to have your skin be really dry. And that's always a misnomer. People think, oh, I don't want to use a moisturizer because my skin's oily. No, you just need to use a moisturizer for your skin. You know, that's not going to create more oil. It's just going to keep you balanced so that you don't create more oil. I have moisturized um, daily since I was like 13. Oh, that's so good. Beautiful skin. Because my mom used to sell Avon. So I was like, yeah, Uh, sure. I'll take some of that. What's that? Like, I would just use it because it was always around. So I always had some moisture. Like, I can barely, like, get out of the shower for more than two minutes without literally head to toe moisturizing. (laughs) I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I'm so dry. Well, um, when you were asking, like, things to try to avoid, one thing that I really avoid, well, I'm vegan, so I always like to look at the ingredients to make sure there's no animal products. Um, there are so many options now, tons of vegan options. Yeah. But um, a thing that I really stay away from is fragrance. Um, really look at fragrance. Me too. Um, Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's such a generic term and you don't know what that is or what it's made of and what chemicals. And oftentimes, kind of like you were saying earlier with the different things in sunscreen, avobenzone, and I forget the other one, but it's like those are hormone disruptors and fragrance could be doing the same thing to you. You don't know what's in that. I just don't like to smell different flavors or fruity or anything. So I I use things that don't have fragrance just because I don't want to smell like like the word fragrance is artificial and it's just... Yeah. That's something that, I mean, that's going to cause problems. So don't ever, I avoid it at all costs. If I, if, and now I've gotten to the point where if it smells, I don't like it. I'm like, Ooh, ooh. yeah. Um, but I mean, you can have essential, some essential oils are fine, you know, but I kind of like my products to smell like what they are. Like my fruit enzyme smells like fruit, (laughs) you know, not like super strong, but it just kind of smells like papaya a little bit. Yeah, so. like if something smells like the ingredients that's in it, like that's fine. If you're adding a bunch of fragrance to try to cover up the nonsense 
product, yep. then that might be an issue. Definitely something to, to, to avoid. So to help your skin, you want to sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen. Is I know there a certain level of SPF you would recommend. My, my moisturizer has a, one moisturizer is like 15 SPF. And then mm-hmm. another moisturizer I have is like facial moisturizer is 25 SPF. I try to at least be over 30. I oh, think that, I know. yeah, you're under, but you know, it's better than nothing. It is better than nothing. Um, so, and I know we think, well, I'm not even going outside, so I don't need it, but you still do. So I'm one of, I'm a big believer in let's double duty some stuff. Like Mandy, when you said that you don't like wash your face uh, twice a day, don't. Why? I wash my face before I go to bed. In the morning, I splash water on it. How yeah, dirty did I get while I'm sleeping? Oh, good, because oh. that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. How dirty did I get? And I also, one thing to think about is you should be changing your pillowcases minimum once a week because they get gross. Like your hair, you know, the oils from your hair getting on your face. And we're Plus vegan, I so I all over my pillowcase, so. but they have bamboo ones that do the same thing. They keep your hair soft and they keep you from getting wrinkles. So bamboo. I'm going to have to look into a bamboo pillowcase. So I thought getting a silk pillowcase would be no big deal. Even though I'm vegan, I was like, eh, they don't hurt the, the little silkworms, but no, they do. They boil them. So I started crying and I was like, oh my God, have I ever bought anything else silk? Yeah. You don't want to buy silk. So get they- my, get. Why? Right. To get the silk. They just oh. don't, they don't like take the worms off their little cocoons that they made. They're just like, ah, we'll just kill them and boil the silk. Yeah. I mean, that's what I read. I have a satin pillowcase. And satin works fine too. Satin works fine too. Okay. Okay. I just like the, the satin was like getting staticky for me. So I switched to bamboo. So yeah. So my sister got me an entire, this is a total aside. My sister got me a a set like a sheet set of satin sheets and I think I dealt with it for like a week and I was like bitch I almost fell out of bed because like, it was so slippery <laughs> they are insane I was like this will not do like I'll keep the pillowcases because I'm pretty sure my head's not gonna fall off the bed and it's good for my hair and my skin I'll keep the pillowcases but the sheets gotta go like they've been in the closet for five years I'm like picturing you doing a Superman across your bed and falling off. It's like, it's like sleeping on a slip and slide or something. You're like, what's happening? Yeah. I, I, oh I don't know God. how two people could successfully sleep on those sheets together. No way. No, I'm, and also, I have such bad hot flashes because from the chemo and the cancer and stuff, I had like all kinds of stuff happen. So I have the worst hot flashes. If it's not like a hundred percent cotton, I don't sleep. I don't do well. Yeah, so that makes but, sense. But bamboo, bam, the bamboo really ones have been helpful. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally yeah bamboo's been good. So, moral so of the story, bamboo. change your pillowcases and bamboo is a great pillowcase option once a week for your hair and your skin. Cause like, mm. It really does keep your skin from like wicking all that, that moisture off your skin. Like cotton is not oh, great to sleep. Like it just wicks it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know if you notice, but like I only wash my hair like once a week people and um, my hair looks great. It's like better and better every day. I'm like, I don't want to wash it after a week. It's because the natural oils from your, your, your scalp get to the, to the rest of your hair. Like for me, I have really yeah. long hair and my aunt's a hairstylist. So like she growing up, I'd only wash my hair every three to four days since, since I've been a grown up, I wash 
my hair every other day or on clinic days, I wash it every day just because I know there's germs everywhere. But, um, the, you know, it is very important and nice when you don't wash your hair every day because the natural oils really Mm -hmm. are good for your hair. Yeah. My hair's so dry. Yeah. I'm a three to four day or my hair's not super dry. Uh, yeah. Um, Okay. So I can make it a week. Oh, okay. So So back to, I have a question about lines. So Mm -hmm. I know my skin tends to be uh, like combination skin. I think a lot of people's are combination skin, but like, so I am aging as we all are. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm just starting to notice like teeny tiny little fine lines, like under and around my eyes. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, I have to get pretty close up in the mirror. I love doing my makeup really close in the mirror. And I'm like, Look at this it's shit. the worst. <laughs> I have a 10 times magnifying mirror because I have glasses. And so I'm trying to put, oh, my God, it is the worst. Because when I don't have my glasses on and I look in the mirror, I look flawless. <laughs> I am banging. I am a badass right now. 50 What? <laughs> But, um, you know, you you should use incredible for 50. I know you told me like when you told me you were 50, I was like, what the, the listeners are going to be like, wait, I need to go hit the Instagram Mm -hmm. and see what this looks like. (laughs) Make sure you use that really cute picture of me. (laughs) Um, so, you know, I really do like using an eye cream and it has, uh, the one I use has a lot of peptides in it, which is really good for helping plump that up. And the way you do it is you do a little dot and you do it on your ring finger and you tap, 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 and then you kind of tap all the way around. And then there's always leftover product and we do above the lip I was because, say, oh my gosh, fine lines above the lip is mm-hmm. what bothers me too. I should have those. Yep. I used to smoke and I just, you don't I actually, don't. yeah, you don't No, don't you didn't why. have any. Uh, I drink out of straws. I've never smoked, but I'm a, I'm a straw drinker. Me too. I tell you, I try not to be, but I feel like I drink more water if I have a straw. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Me too. I drink more water when I drink out of straw. So I'm like, mm, the benefits of drinking more water is a little bit greater than my wrinkles in my mind. Yeah. I'm trying to reframe it in my mind like that. I'm vain. I try Definitely. to drink straw. <laughs> oh, I'm so I bad. I enough water. I do drink a lot. What? I got a, I got, I was at, where were we? We were at Starbucks and my friend's like, oh, they said, do you want a straw? And my friend's like, no, I'm an adult. I don't need a straw. And I said, oh, we'll take your sippy cup because they're sippy oh. cup lids now. <laughs> yeah. Those sippy nice cup lids are awesome. They are awesome. I still, I don't use a straw if I go to Starbucks now because the, I love those lids. Those are great. I, I like also tend to be lids. a hot hot beverage drinker i'm like a coffee no. tea, like hot bev- i don't it could be 100 degrees i roll up to one of the coffee shops and i'm like a hot coffee and they're like did you say hot <laughs> do you know it's 115 outside yeah they're like we gotta make a hot coffee y'all <laughs> <laughs> do you remember how to do that <laughs> yeah, they don't know what to do i'm like yes hot anyway yeah uh, i'm not a hot coffee per- i'm not a hot drink person i've always been cold 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 it's because i'm from here so that's a two that's a twofer when you do your get a little eye cream and you do that I just do most of my skincare at night I just do I wash my you know wash my face and I usually do a scrub I do a scrub like every other day or so I wash scrub 
and then I do a serum. Now your serum is your active thing. It's the thing that's going to be doing the work for you. So like whatever you want to be doing, like vitamin C is always a great serum. I use vitamin C for a serum. I also have a niacinamide that I really, really love, which is great for helping with like any hyperpigmentation and kind of helps plump you up again. So you do the wash, you do the serum, then I brush my teeth <laughs> so that the serum can soak in. <laughs> then I brush my teeth. And then, um, uh, oh, I think of you every time I brush my teeth now, Miley, because remember, was it, it was um, turmeric, right? Turmeric. Mm -hmm. So I think of you, Miley, when I um, brush my teeth because I have toothpaste that has turmeric in it. And I think of, remember when you were putting, your mom told you to put it on your little, oh my gosh. And so- I got yes. the facial, and then I was like, Debbie, use your uh, magnifying glass and see if you can see any of the turmeric stuck in any of my pores and get it all out. Was there any in there? Yeah. Totally. She, you showed totally. up one day, like Miley showed up at my house or work, I don't know, maybe it was my house, and I was like, what the fuck is all over your face? Because <laughs> I, I, I was like probably running late, and I was like, I'm not washing this it on my face. so damn I'm funny. leave the turmeric on my face. I was like. Did you have a soup on your face? Like, what's happening? It's like you're eating like a pumpkin. curry. Yeah, like she was eating curry and it dribbled all over her chin and she just didn't wipe it off. I was like, what the? Well, I was really glad that she kind of told me what it was because I was like, what did I put on her? Uh, or what did she come here with? Yeah. But yeah, so turmeric, I guess it helps with, uh, I mean, it helps with inflammation. So I would, mm -hmm. I mean, I guess it makes sense for somebody out there to put turmeric in toothpaste because many people have gum, but gum inflammation. stains. Wouldn't you think turmeric would turn your teeth yellow in a toothpaste? Like that's just my thing. It's, it's been making my teeth whiter. That's so It's kind of like they charcoal. Look so good. Charcoal supposedly um, makes your teeth whiter and brighter because charcoal is like but brighter though. like yeah and so it pulls it mm -hmm. pulls that's why probably like with the inflammation you know the inflammation proper or the anti-inflammation properties of turmeric it pulls mm -hmm. things out I don't yeah. know. That's why. Well, um, the company I get it from is actually a woman owned company. It's a little entrepreneur ladies and it's um, called Quench. And I'm thinking we're going to get together her and I, and we're going to talk about creating a facial with their products for my, for my salon. But yeah, so I was, she gave me that to try and I've been trying it. And I was like, every time I do it, I'm like, <laughs> that's so bad. I, I, used to, I used to eat turmeric. Mm -hmm. My mom would make turmeric balls and I would eat it because systemically it also helps reduce inflammation in your body, but yeah. it tastes horrible. Yeah. Turmeric's real tangy and like spicy. Yeah. Like a in the toothpaste, they put something else with it so it doesn't Probably, taste bad. Yeah. I don't mind it cool. and it doesn't last. The dust smell doesn't last. So anyway, I'll do, um, I do my, I do my serum, whatever serum I'm deciding to use. And then I'll brush my teeth. So it gets all soaked in while I'm brushing my teeth. By the way, every time you put something on your face, you put it on your neck, your neck and your chest, mm -hmm. but for sure your neck. Oh my gosh. I wish that I had done that growing up because I'm starting to get tech neck, you know, like when you're looking at your phone and you have that line right there, I've got tech neck. And I don't even like, what do you do about it? You just try to, your hardest to take care of it. I know people so, listening can't see us, but because we're, we're, we're on Zoom, we're all looking at our necks. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm like stretching on, my nose. I probably don't do as well like onto my chest. I usually probably stop at like my collarbones. Like I, I go to my neck. Yeah. And I pretty much stop there. 
We definitely should be doing it on our chest too, but I know it's kind of hard when you're like in your bathroom, you got your t-shirt on, you're not going to like pull your t-shirt off and like rub it all down there, but just get your neck. And when you're doing your neck, make sure of course to go up. You definitely want to go up and you really, when you're putting anything on your skin, I, I swear I watch people do this. They like put their lotion on and they're over their whole face. Don't do that. <laughs> just like, Mulsify it in your hands really good and then just roll it onto your skin. Just like tap it, tap it, tap it so it can soak in. You want this stuff to soak in. So you do your serum, brush your teeth if you're going to do it like me. And then I do the blue tansy balm, which is a moisturizer. Yes. I gave some to Mandy because she was having some little dry spells on her little, some little dry spots. Um, blue tansy is really, really good. It has shea in it. It has manula oil. It's really healing. It's really moisturizing and it's super thick. So I love this stuff. And my skin is crazy dry, but I feel like you can still benefit from it, especially because right now our environment is really dry. It's cold. We are not getting rain. It sucks. If you don't sleep with a humidifier, you should, but if you don't, which most people don't, cause that's crazy. Um, I'm not an orchid. I mean, sometimes I think I am, but <laughs> we are delicate flowers. We are delicate flowers. Um, so I put the blue tansy balm on and I roll that into my skin and I of course put it on tops of my hands. That's the other thing. I like to just double duty it all. I do my eye cream, just tap, tap, tap all the way around, do my lip, kind of just let that soak in. Usually I do something else like I'll do hand lotion or elbows or something. And while that's all soaking in, then I put on a moisturizer on top of it. That's a whole big process. You do not have to do that. That's a lot of stuff. If you can just wash your face, do a serum and put it on a moisturizer, that's going to make all the difference in the world. And then if you want to add things on there, you're like, my eyes are getting wrinkly. I want to try something different. Add that add something. If your skin's really dry, double it up. No. Okay. My skin has been like feeling super tight or if it's red, that's how I know my skin's dry. It turns red. My cheeks get really red. And so Uh just double up your moisturizer. Double up on a moisturizer. That's a good tip. I never would have thought to double up on my moisturizers. If you have two good moisturizers, yeah. Or some people like have a daytime one that's like really kind of thinner because they're gonna put makeup and sunscreen on. Use that one as your first layer and then like a thick one as your second. So and like I really like to have things that are that do more than one thing. So like the eye cream I was telling you, but also Sunblock, they have moisturizer that is moisturizing sunblock, right? They have also tinted sunblock. So that's my whole process. That's awesome. But I'm gonna need look for things like to... those specific like eye cares. Uh, I need some of those uh, vegan, cruelty free uh, peptide suggestions. I'm, I'm trying to define the one I'm using. <laughs> Aging. And oh, oh, also, since you just said something about. Um, uniform. What what was the word you used for like uh, skin color, skin tone? 
being what you want your skin to be kind of an even tone yeah even tone not like, like a blotch here a blotch there yeah so i have even. rosacea so like my cheeks have been like mm -hmm. i have like everyone thinks i wear blush and i never wear blush because my cheeks just have this yeah. color to them and if i drink it definitely gets more aggravated but like my from i mean yeah i try i love spicy foods and i mean i wouldn't say i love drinking but i like drinking on occasion i think you love drinking i mean when the mood <laughs> when you drink you love drinking i do i do i love to have a drink i mean i'm like i'm such a food and beverage geek that i'm like Oh, let's have a great, you know, and I'm, I'm all about like good cocktails. Like I don't drink to get drunk and I won't just drink anything, but like the drinking makes my skin red. And uh, so like I have to wear, I'm one of those people who I feel like I have to wear some sort of foundation to even out my skin. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any recommendations on that? <sighs> Not really. Cause I don't, I don't use it, but you could use a CC cream. Okay. Um, honest. I think it's called honest. Yeah. Honest. Honest has a pretty decent, has a decent CC cream. That's got 30 sunblock. So that could be your one process. Okay. I've noticed I got it for myself. It's pretty thick. I noticed for me, I'm like, Oh, Hey, well, that's pretty good coverage. Um, it does feel a tiny bit drying while it's kind of like moving on your skin and you can put that on and then just like do a little squirt of like a, um, a toner, like my tone, I have like a neroli toner, which is a moisturizing toner, but you also those, there's those rose water ones with glycerin. Yep. Just do a like, poop, just squirt that on your face real quick. And it kind of helps it just settle down so that it's not like real cakey and dry looking, but I was pretty impressed with it. And it's not very expensive. That's a good one. I'll have to look into that. I've, I've had her products before and I enjoyed them. So I'm yeah. so jealous of people who don't wear any foundation and their skin just looks like yours. I'm like, really? Oh. <laughs> I that's feel like what I, I want like that. That's what I think when I look at your skin. But I'm always wearing makeup. Oh, it doesn't look like you're wearing makeup. Well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to well, wear a lot of makeup, but like without makeup, my cheeks have like red blotchiness and like they're just it's just my cheeks that have always had this rosacea. Like I started to notice it when I was like 12. I mean, yeah. I was a kid and my dad has, my dad's is really pronounced probably because he never took care of it. So it's always been something that I think they, they gave me some like antibiotic face cream when I was a kid, like a tetracycline or something that they had me putting on my face every day. Never oh, did it as a kid. Oh my gosh. As a child. Yeah. Yikes. So I'm, I'm actually kind of interested in lasers. If there's a laser that therapy that will zap some of those little blood vessels. Mm, yeah, there are some laser things that you can do to help eliminate some of those. Um, you know where you should go. I always tell people to go to the school, go to Sweena. Mm. They have a great laser program there. Pricing is really inexpensive. And they they have doctors on staff that are watching the whole thing. It's not like you're just going with some chick that doesn't know what she's doing. She's going to be like, zap, zap, zap. <laughs> like they're, they not gonna, they're not going to burn my face off on accident. Mm-mm. Not on accident. I mean, most not on accident, maybe on purpose. Off. Not on purpose. Yeah, maybe they'll, do it on purpose. <laughs> they'll do it on purpose because that's what that's about. Um, one thing, I don't know, your skin is, I don't, I didn't feel it. I didn't find it to be real combo. Maybe you could try doing a little more moisturizing around that on your skin and see and seeing if that helps because it could also be just pissed you know i'm dry and angry i mean if so it's i'm gonna mad, stay red it's been, if it's mad it's been mad for like 30 years 
Yeah, that's true. You probably have been a lot of moisturizer to make up for that. It's never not looked like (laughs) and like all the very typical rosacea things really aggravate it. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm drinking, if I'm hot, oh, Lord. Yeah. When I'm working out, I look like a tomato, at least in my opinion. Most people are like, are you warm? (laughs) Yeah. I thought I thought I had rosacea for the longest time because I was the same way. If I get hot, my face turns red. If I work out, I look like a tomato for sure. Um, but I don't know. I think your skin changes too as you age. Like I don't know. Every I feel like every ten years, it's a whole new set of skin you got going on there. Something else is going on. I agree with that. We're so lucky. I'm gonna yeah. double up on my moisturizers though. Yeah. That's a good tip. Yeah. At night, Thank try you. it. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah. it. That, I think you should. So anything else we should talk about? You guys are so great. I, I've had I so much fun. Right. I was so scared. Oh. Yeah. Aww. This was uh, we had such us. a great time with you. Yeah. Oh this my, was awesome. Yeah. I have a couple of questions that sometimes we yeah. like to ask when we are um, closing out the interview. Yeah, just sort of fun questions. And I'm gonna start with what is your favorite food? Uh so is it got to be like a genre because right now the thing that I'm okay well right now this is gonna sound weird but I've been eating um rice with the sriracha baked tofu from Trader Joe's and then like yeah and then I take and I um, put some shredded cabbage and then I they have like this Thai spicy Thai dressing and I pour it over there and then I put their everything bagel everything but the bagel seasoning like a crap ton of it. And that is what actually I'm going to have for dinner. I've had it like the last five nights in a row. I go through phases like that. <laughs> this is Trader so, yeah, Joe's I would tofu? Say that sriracha? Trader, sriracha tofu. Yeah. Trader Joe's has baked tofu and they have a sriracha flavor and teriyaki. Another thing you could do with that that's another really cool thing is you can shred it with a grater, which who knew? Yeah. You can totally shred baked to- tofu. So you shred it with a grater, add a little dollop of mayo in it and a little bit of nori fukaki in there and um, some garlic powder and some soy sauce stirred up in a like crab salad. I was going to say like, a just salad. like it totally, totally tastes like crab salad. Then you can make sushi with it. I make little poke bowls with it. Yeah. I go through a lot of that. Sriracha. It's funny that you said sriracha <laughs> tofu. Cause I feel like tofu, tofu is Miley's favorite food. We just talked about this. And then sriracha is basically the condiment. I was going to say, it's my <gasps> second favorite food. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was going to say that too, but I was like, it's really the only condiment. Like if you open, I imagine it when Miley lives all by herself, you open the fridge and it's like eight bottles of sriracha, just like different. <laughs> now, do you so like, well. <laughs> do you like the different kinds of sriracha? Aren't there different iterations? There's like a green one and there are, I, I just a, like, like a smoking one. Yeah. There's for Old sure. school. Maybe two, maybe three. Um, yeah. I'm traditional red. Yeah. No, no need, ma- no need to, no need to mess with perfection. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the, I'm the um, condiment queen. I'm like, I need like three to four kinds of mustard. I need at least two kinds of pickles. I would like minimum of probably four or five hot sauces. I mean, it depends on the application. Yeah. I'm going to need sriracha. I'm going to need the goji chang. I'm going to need the, like a taco, like a green sauce. I'm going to need a, yeah. yeah, I just I need different things. I need Cholula. Don't even come at me with what's that vinegary one? Tabasco. No. Tabasco. Oof, that's a nope. wimpy one. I don't like that either. That is no. At, at the risk of um, I, it's hillbilly. I just can't do Tabasco. <laughs> so yeah, like, no, I don't like it either. Reminds me of. It smells like vinegar. It's awful. I um, 
I went to Centisma's, which is like a taco place and they have a lot of vegan options. They have like 10 different kinds of salsa. I was like, ah, I'm going to need more chips. (laughs) I need to try them all. Oh my gosh. Now you're you're reminding me that I wanted to go there. So boom, putting that on there. Oh yeah. They're so good. I mean, I, I'm all about the salsa. I I loved it. And I love dipping things. Is that like a Midwest thing? I don't know what it is. I got in our last episode. But Shereen's from here and she loves dipping. I love dipping too. But maybe I got a dip or more so with Midwest people. Yeah. Miley's just, I mean, it, it also could be like, Asian it is culture very Asian. that we like dip a lot of things we dip in soy sauce we dip yeah. in fish sauce we dip mm. in soups we dip in a lot of things mm-hmm. and you're just not that's true in the same stuff that like these white people are dipping things in like honey mustard and ranch 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 god I hate ranch <laughs> yeah ugh, ugh. I'm definitely a dipper I love to dip it's got to be a di- I have to have a dips love it same sauce oh, yeah. I'm all about the sauce mm-hmm. the food all yeah. over my face yeah. Anything that's the condiment, I'm into it. Yep. I so, love it. Yeah, that's well, what thank, I like. Thank you for sharing your dinner uh, recipe with us. We will stop taking up your time so you can actually go eat dinner now. Oh, yeah. That does sound really good. I'm pretty hungry. <laughs> thank you so much for being with us. It was such a blast. And in your expertise, your knowledge, and your giving nature, it is awesome and we want to we will be tagging you when we post this so please let everybody listening know where they can find you online okay yeah i've got to get back on my insta game i haven't been really good about it alloglow skin pretty easy yeah a-l-l-a-g-l-o-w-s-k-i-n are you on facebook or twitter facebook not twitter um facebook is alloglow skin also yeah, as well. Wonderful. That's yeah, awesome. and my website's Oligoskin, and my email's Oligoskin. I got lucky. Like, I didn't yeah. have to Oligoskin AZ or, you yeah. know, I got so lucky. It all, mm-hmm. all the handles came together. Good so it worked you. out great. I so I just need to get, I need to get better on my, on my Insta game because I have all these ideas of little videos I want to post and stuff, but I've just been kind of shy about it. Maybe you guys are inspiring me. Go, go put your dinner on Instagram and I'll look for it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll be like, mm, yum. You guys missed it. No, <laughs> it's easy. Well, I had such a great time talking to you guys. I was, I was really nervous, but it was really just kind of like chatting. So that was so much easier. Thank you. Chat. Yeah, it is. Easy. I I'm listened like- to the, I haven't listened to the most recent podcast. I was listening to the one about, I was listening to the one with Ryan mm-hmm. and then I care. And then I listened to the vision board one. But I haven't listened to the most recent one, but I can't wait. I saw it there and I was like, thank you. I'm trying not to listen to too many. Thank you. Yeah, of course. We appreciate you. It's so so nice to have like a podcast that's not like going to hurt my brain and my heart. You know, it helps me. I feel better. I laugh when you guys were doing Mary Kill Fuck. Oh my God. Oh, we got to bring that that back soon. It's coming back tonight. That was so funny. Do it. Do it. It wasn't going to spoil it for our listeners. Thanks, Mandy. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That was one of my faves, though. I was was cracking up. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to have to cut it. All right, kiddos. It was so great talking to you. Debbie, you are such an inspiration. I just want to make sure that we we make sure that we let you know that you you are such thank an inspiration. You. So thank you so much for all that you do. We appreciate you sharing Thanks. your light with mm-hmm. us and everyone else. Yeah. You glow. You help us glow. 
You're another light. <laughs> All right. Have a wonderful Thank you, night, guys. Debbie. All right. You too. Bye. Bye. I was trying to figure out my favorite moment in the episode, but, you know, there were so many beautiful moments that she shared. She, she really is. I mean, like, I really do mean what I said when she was an inspiration, but I love that. I love how happy she looks and exu- exudes the happiness that she exudes when she says, like, I want to just send out little lights into the world. I yeah. love that. Like, I, maybe that's my favorite part. It's I probably why I gravitate towards her so we met a I met Debbie like oh my gosh five years ago ish and um we like we had lunch like once and then life kind of got in the way and then and then I mean I didn't know until we reconnected like a year ago that uh she had cancer and all the and she's like you know I think at the time I met her, her marriage was maybe on the outs and then she was like oh my gosh I got divorced I had cancer and all these things and I was just like wow like holy shit like you look amazing what what happened how is this even possible and then so we kind of reconnected and I'm really glad that um we found our way back to each other because she really is a, a just a little piece of I don't know what better way to put this because we're not religious but like a little piece of heaven like yeah, she's, she's like just, an angel she oh there you go she's just the sweetest damn thing and she really um just exudes that when you're with her like she has the best intentions and wants everyone to just be well yeah genuinely want everyone to be well and happy and good absolutely thank you so much to our listeners for checking in with us every week week in week out and uh submitting your questions yep and you know, supporting us not only by listening to our podcast and leaving reviews, but also for, uh, you know, uh, interacting with us mm-hmm. on our, our social media platforms. And so um, if you're not already following us, we ask that you follow us at on Instagram at the main dish podcast on Facebook at the main dish pod and on Twitter at the main dish pod. I pro- if somebody will like me on Twitter, I will be more active. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have, we have some followers on Twitter. Um, I just don't get enough notifications from it to remember to go use it. Like the other two apps tend to be really active, which I, I see, love. Yeah. And like, I totally appreciate you guys. And we, um, I'm having a lot of fun on the Instagram. Yeah. The Instagram is fun to make really aesthetically pleasing. So if you haven't checked it out yet, I would love it if you did. Yeah. If you haven't subscribed yet, either uh, on any of the streaming platforms, we're on Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Anchor is hosting us. Pandora. We love Anchor. We're on Pandora. We're on um, iHeartRadio. So mm-hmm. pretty much anywhere yeah. you listen to podcasts, you can find us. We are streaming everywhere. If you could follow us and give us a review, we would love you forever. And, and we, we appreciate you for being part of this journey with us. Honestly. And we are talking about doing a giveaway soon. So let's get some followers up on that social media so we can put something special together for you yeah 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 all right well uh, it was wonderful being with you this week and we will hang out with you next week love you love you too